0: For thine is the kingdom, the glory, the power, forever and ever. Amen. This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know That we have what we asked of him. Prayer is more than just simply talking to God. I'm not going to preach religion and say that There is a formula to pray. But there are hidden treasures in scripture that talk about the power of prayer. When you're in a relationship with someone, you naturally just want to talk to them all the time and know their heart because you love them. You want to know how to better communicate. You want to know what makes them happy, what makes them sad. And do everything in your power to keep joy. It's the same thing with the Lord. But also we have to understand that there is a necessity when it comes to prayer because we need him. When we pray... All the pride in our heart falls because we realize we can't do it without him. A lot of us don't pray. (laughs) Let's be honest. Um, Some people aren't praying either because you don't believe that God hears you and that he will answer you if you ask. And then others just don't think they need to pray because they see no point. They don't need him. They can do it all on their own. They need money. They'll hustle. They need heart. They have, they're having heart problems, needing healing from things in the past. And they get a therapist or do self-care or do whatever. But both are wrong because we need. we need God. Prayer builds our faith. And not only that, but there's a whole list of things that that prayer does. Starting in Matthew chapter 26 verse 41, "Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation." Wow. That one little sentence is powerful because the only way that we can escape the temptations of this world, the temptations of our flesh, is through prayer. And prayer is not, I mean, temptation is not just um, like sexual temptation or things like that. There is a temptation to worry there's a temptation to fear. Um, and the only way that we can work through that in our minds and hearts is to pray to the Lord and ask him to keep us from that temptation to not trust him. To keep us from that temptation that to think that he doesn't care or that he doesn't hear us. To keep us from that temptation to not be patient. And wait on him. We need to pray and ask him to keep us. In Psalms 145.18 it says, The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. So there's a promise that when we call on the Lord in spirit and in truth with the revelation of Jesus, the, with the revelation of the Holy Spirit, the Lord is near to us. And we have that comfort and that peace in knowing that when we pray, He is close. And we can feel His presence. In James chapter 5, verse 16, it says, Therefore confess your sins to each other, and pray for each other so that you may be healed the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective healing comes when we pray you know some may take this into a, a contact context for like physical healing but what's on my heart right now is Heart healing and mind healing and things of the past that keep us bound from fully just surrendering our lives to God. And so, again, it says, therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray so that you may be healed. I'm not saying I don't believe in therapy. I went to therapy when I was younger. But there's a promise in scripture that. When you share your burdens, when you share your heart with your brother or sister in Christ, and you pray, and you pray about it, there is a promise that healing will come. So there's healing in being vulnerable. <coughs> there's, a, there's a promise of healing when we are vulnerable. In Hebrews 4.16, it says, Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. When we pray and we approach God's throne, hallelujah, of grace, we receive mercy and grace from God in our time of need. So there's a promise that if we approach with confidence, confident in knowing that he hears us, we receive mercy and grace. Now, you don't have to walk into the throne room with, like, this holier-than-thou personality. All you need is a... of the faith of a mustard seed that's faith enough that's confidence enough that's all you need in Matthew chapter 6 verse 6 it says when you pray go into your room close the door and pray to your father who is unseen then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you so there's a promise that when you pray God is going to reward you, whatever that looks like. There is a reward in prayer when you do it in secret. When you close the door to the world, when you close the door to the past of thinking that things won't ever work out, when you close that door and you seek him, he will reward you. That is so gracious. We're so undeserving, but he calls us worthy. Worthy of healing. Worthy of rewards. Thank you, Jesus. In John 14, 13, it says, And I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified in the Son Whatever we ask in Jesus' name, the Father is glorified in the Son. So God literally lives and is glorified when he answers our prayers. And we have to remember the scripture we started with that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us and we receive what we ask of him because we are praying according to his will. He cannot go against himself. God cannot deny himself. Even when we are faithless, he is faithful because he cannot deny himself. When we pray the Lord's will, it's like God is praying to God through the power of the Holy Spirit and in Jesus' name. When we pray by the Spirit, we are praying the will of God and he will answer it because it's his will and he, he cannot deny himself. So we have to look at prayer as partnering with God To bring his kingdom on earth. Prayer is not a selfish matter. There are prayers of supplication. Where we can go to him and he's near to us in our times of need. But the important heart posture to have in prayer. Is to bring his will. Not our fleshly desires. It also says in the word. I don't know remember where. That God is faithful to fulfill the longings of his lovers. And those desires and longings that we have in our heart that God gave us is his will. Sometimes people may try to make you think that your dreams are too big or that you can't do what you feel in your heart you're being led to do, but God gave you that and he's going to fulfill it because he, he, it pleases him to fulfill our desires. That he gave us. (laughs) So everything is through him and to him and for him. It's really not about us and it's so humbling that he gave us this beautiful communion with him. He's such a good father. Even when you don't feel it, Lord, I just pray right now that your children, that their souls know it well that you are good, that you are faithful, that all your promises are yes and amen, that it pleases you to fulfill the desires of our heart. Lord, bring us into the secret place with you. Lord, let us close the door to the past, to the disappointments, to the hope deferred, Lord, spring up a new well in us of your living water. Lord, allow that seed of faith that was planted in us long ago to spring forth. Give it increase, Lord. Give us a strong desire to pray your will. May your will be our will, Lord. We love you, Jesus. We honor you, Lord. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For thine is the kingdom and the glory and the power, forever and ever. Amen.